Laude Podcast. Hello, 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 Ankedu. Welcome back to another episode of Loud It Podcast. Sorry, I'm just adjusting my heated blanket. <laughs> I know, it's actually summer. What, today? Today's the 29th of May when I'm recording this. It's coming out, of course, on the 30th. My brother's birthday. I don't know if he wanted his business out there, but there we go. Um, wish him a happy birthday <laughs> if you haven't already. Um, and yeah I don't know it just feels a bit cold I feel like yeah when I look outside the sun okay there's not much sun but it's blue skies it looks really nice but why is it feeling a bit chilly is it just me I don't think so anyway let's just get straight right into it so last week I didn't really catch you up I mentioned briefly that it was my first official podcast back that hadn't been pre-recorded prior to getting married um and I just wanted to give you a little bit of a rundown because now that everything actually has happened and I really got to see everything in its entirety who would have thought I would have actually had a destination wedding I still am not over the fact that that's happened I always knew I'd have some sort of celebration elsewhere um because I am married to a Singaporean, so I always knew we'd do something there. In Nigeria, we'll do something in the future, like, I don't know, something more of an introduction, just so they get to meet him at that point, um, do something in the UK. So I always knew there would be other countries involved, but I didn't expect, you know, my actual church wedding to be elsewhere. That took me by surprise, but it was all good vibes such good weather, we were really blessed, the sun was just, whoa, it was beating my face, no filter needed, (laughs) um, and I had like a, I'm just extra, my bouquet had one red rose, because I just love the colour red, so I'm like, how can I have a wedding, and the colour red is not somewhere on me, let's add that, so I had that, and I just felt like it was very me, very, like, stick to the norm but boop (laughs) that's not normal and that's just me in a nutshell Uh, my sister's was so so much the opposite of mine mine is like a small or it was a small get together of like I think there was 26 of us in the end and my sister's was like I don't know around 180 or something right but it was sick her dancing with her husband that was sick it was all good it was such good vibes and I'm happy it was a week after mine the weekend after because it meant I got to see all the family (laughs) that flew in and I got presents at her wedding I was giving monies they're like what (laughs) I don't have to pay for nothing and I still get money (laughs) this is the life I deserve (laughs) the Middlesbrough um of course if you don't know I'd studied at Teesside University in Middlesbrough but that's you know that part of me was just leaking out because I became a cheapskate because of that uni and everything just seems expensive in life because I went there and everything was so cheap how can you be getting houses for like less than 100k please explain that please bring that to London I need a house anywho um on that note 
what you guys don't know is that I'm now in a long distance marriage. Can you believe that? I've went through a long distance relationship and not by choice. I'm in a long distance marriage, not by his choice either. The government is just playing with us. We're doing the whole spouse visa process and it's a bit long command, but it is what it is. And then he'll move over and wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. We'll be finally living together and no more long distance. I did not expect to be in a long distance marriage. And people are asking, do I feel any different? He told me he feels different, like he feels married. I don't know what's wrong with me. I just feel like we've gone back to back to how it was. So it feels like back to normal. But now I have two rings. <laughs> Your girl's hand is blinging. Um, but I don't know. I just feel the same. I don't know if that's a bad thing or not. But it's my reality. And yeah but I do I loved everything that happened I do feel different in myself like oh my gosh it actually happened and it's all just exciting I'm still in a in a daze of just happy romancy bliss um I just wish we were together uh excuse me government why would you have a whole spouse visa process where it's cheaper to apply while you're in the UK but no one can actually apply while you're still in the UK make that make sense why is that price even there make that make sense annoying but here we are um back to my sister's one so her husband <laughs> in his speech i was just there like i have now solidified that you have married a nigerian babe because how can he say life is for the living please tell me that's not like all your people don't say this I was just there like this, you know you've married a Nigerian when she's infiltrated your speech even, without you knowing. And life is truly for the living. I can't come and die for for job, I can't come and die for anything else in life. I just want to travel and enjoy and live my best life. But yeah, their their wedding was so good. They also did the money gun situation, that was hilarious. And people weren't expecting it. She had three different dresses it was just, it's the lavish wedding she wanted and COVID tried to take it away from her in the past, but she said, nope, nope. I know I've been marrying since 2019, but we shall marry again so I can do it the right full way that she wanted to do it. And they both got what they wanted, more my sister than anything because she wanted to dance. She wanted to have a whole good party. Whereas her husband had kind of what he prefers in terms of a more intimate setting no dancing um although he dances a lot so I don't know what he's on about these people that say they don't dance hmm hmm I've now seen my husband and he started dancing fam this guy I've never seen him like dance prior to getting to know him while we were getting together I tried to teach him some dances in Bali that was an epic fail a, a, just a one-two step was failing can you imagine and then he brought it at my sister's wedding and he tried his best <laughs> everyone was egging him on and I think his head's too big was oh boy it weren't that good it was just <laughs> you did well for yourself <laughs> I'm a hater but it's the truth okay <laughs> oh but yeah that's that's the wedding um and yeah my long distance marriage 
in a nutshell, right? Why I'm in this situation as we have it. This week, the last week that just went, um, has been an amazing one because I got into the book Verity by Colleen Hoover. I'm going to give you guys one or two weeks, yeah, to read that book. If you don't read it, I'm sorry, I'm going to give you spoilers because it's such a good book and I finished it in just a few days. Never have I ever finished a book in a few days. Even when I love it, it takes me at least like a week. A few days, you know I loved it. I couldn't put it down. It was so, so, so good. If you like um, thriller with mixed in some romance, heavy romance, not even some heavy romance, um, but heavy on the thriller more than the romance, I would say, um, you'll love it. Uh, of course, you know me, I like sad books, so there's sad intertwined into this sadness. It's just so good. It keeps you on the edge of your seat for the whole book, for me anyway, for the entirety. The beginning of it, it starts off like a wow. It's not like a, there was no introduction. This is me, this is the person, this is the other person. No, it starts off with bang, this has happened. And it describes everything so well. Colleen, I had to check out the rest of your books. I don't know why I'm saying your books like you're listening to this. Um, but I did have to check the rest of her books. She doesn't really write many thriller novels um, or psycho thriller. She usually writes more romancy stuff. And um, yeah, I'm just not like a full on romance book kind of girl. I'll, I'll get bored quite quickly. But this book. Oh, if anyone else has a similar book to Verity please tell me the name because I need the next one I really enjoyed that thoroughly um or if you haven't read Verity please cop it I got it on Amazon for five pounds you can get it on eBay for I I think I saw it even afterwards for like four pounds sixty you can get it for cheaper so definitely get that book if you're looking for your next book to read it won't let you down trust me but if you're easily scared whoo yeah this this book might not be exactly for you but I still say try it I was listening to a podcast where people are dissecting it and they're also easily scared by things um and even they said it kept on on the edge of their seat they didn't love it because they're scared of those kind of things so they're a bit more scaredy cats this is grown women by the way um so they're scaredy cats which meant that they didn't enjoy it as much because they were just terrified the whole way um but even they finish the book in a week. So I think it's an testament. Like even if it's not your kind of genre. You'll probably still finish it. Quite quickly. Um, okay. Now let's get into a bit more current news. We have Love Island. Starting in about a week's time I think. Oh. This is why I wish my husband had moved here. Like we planned. Like he was meant to be here right now. Can you imagine? I were meant to watch Love Island together. I've been so excited. It's okay. We have the rest of our lives. We move on. Um, but I'm so excited for another Love Island. <laughs> I feel like they're making it a bit dead by taking out some of the aspects of it. I heard there may not be any Casa more, And Casa more was the spin we all needed. We all need for every single season. So we'll see. If there really is no Casa more, how else are you going to spin it? You better do something. Come correct. Um, there's not going to be any of those 
discussing food challenges I hear. I don't really care about that. You can remove that anyway. Um, and yeah, unfortunately, I see a black person, a black girl, joining the cast, and I'm like, oh gosh. Her name is India Pollock. She is a pretty girl. I like her. She looks, whoa, she's fire, right? But why are black people still going on this show? <laughs> Can't you guys give us peace? Give us peace for one season. We don't need to see our people on there. Let's just watch chaos of the white peoples. That's fine with me. That is absolutely fine with me. But then I see black people. I'm like, oh gosh, I'm another heartache coming our way. We already know it. But fingers crossed, you know, we all are backing you, India. I'm backing you already. I don't even know you. But you, um, I'm ready. I'm ready on your team. But... I just already know that heartache is coming somewhere and how sad is that? Okay, now let's talk about um, stupid, stupid people. Let's just go on to this. No, let's not say stupid people. Let's go on to, is it weary? <laughs> weary boys. <laughs> but let's just, yeah, I don't know. Let's just get on to some current news that's really annoying me. I'm going to play from Instagram. Let me get the the clip up and then I'll I'll talk about it straight after. As soon as I play it, I feel like a lot of people already know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, it was already on Shadeborough about a day ago. So I'll just play it first. Wait, what are you saying today, bro? I'm trying to go to gym. I'm meeting a bird. I've just been gym. Wait, 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 wait. You know what? Let me start again. Basically, a mixed race guy is talking to his white friend and he, he being the mixed race guy, has, I don't know, he's like dating his first ever black girl, I guess. Um, and the way they're talking about her is just disgusting. And it was on live. I think it was Instagram live or one of the lives, right? Oh, TikTok, I think. I think it was TikTok live. Why did I say it like that? TikTok. <laughs> um, but I think it was TikTok live tiktok that sounds weird to me now um one of the live things there i don't have a tiktok so i don't know how it really works the app uh, i like watching tiktoks when they come onto instagram that's as far as i go with tiktoks right um but yeah they were just talking about how he went for his first chocolate ting um and yeah so that's the background now let me play it let's go with that i think that makes a lot more sense Hey, what are you saying today, bro? So this is the white gym. guy. I'm meeting a bird. I've just been gym. What bird are you meeting? You don't know her, G. Just something I pulled on live. Just she got, lame. Got, yeah, she's nice. She's black. My first black. I swear. Yeah, she's fit. Yeah. You find her fit, though. She's like, you know them black things that look white? Right. Nah, you know, like with the facial expressions, like, you know, like. So, what does that consist of, mate? No, what does that consist of? The black no, things that look white. That How do the black things look white, mate? No, bro, it's just the ones that ain't coming like drug, but, bro. No, bro, she ain't coming like drug, bro. She's looking pang. So that's the TikTok live and it just, it gets worse. So he's posting, I don't know where these stories are. I assume they're Instagram 
and he's posted I guess them at Hakkasan in Mayfair and he has like some text there he's not showing her face but showing her body her body is good um <laughs> and it says my first dark chocolate ting referring to her as dark chocolate ting okay and then he posts a picture of them two together on his actual id id ig timeline so he's even proud of this and he is a picture of them in a hotel in a hotel room on a single bed so he has no shame even on a single bed and she's basically straddling him and the the caption says dark chalk with a tick you know the verified green tick well it's usually blue on twitter but you know the tick thingy emoji emoticon thing that you can use so yeah he does that and i'm just there like look at her she looks so sweet and this is what he's saying about her like she's not she's not you know she's not a normal black girl right she's not a normal black girl what are we right she's she's like one of those black girls that's like a white girl fam is a mixed race guy and he's he's not he's like unambiguously mixed race does that make sense he's not like um you know Meghan Markle where people saw her and they didn't know she was mixed race until they found out he is clearly mixed like you can tell he has black in him right because of his features his hair yada 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 so for him to say that and he's thinking that he's getting the approval of his of his white counterpart his white friend it's just so saddening and then she responds i don't know if people have seen that part she responds saying let me start off by clarifying hs who's the the mixed race guy is not my boyfriend i wasn't made aware of his live comments until later on my own live when someone pointed out pointed it out after the date i messaged him privately about the comments i was no way defending i was in no way defending comments i brushed them off because i hadn't seen the live but when i did me and him had a conversation i was very much oblivious to everything that was said until it was too late if i had known about what he had said i wouldn't have even been in that situation and then in smaller text i in no way condone racism you see I read this and I was just like, oh gosh, I'm so embarrassed for her. And then, and then I read her, her Instagram handle, the official Browning. Oh, that, I don't know why that kind of, that kind of, um, rubbed me off the wrong way, but I still feel bad for her because who should be talking about you like that? And he's just... He's just spewing off self-hatred, really. Because, sir, sir, if we're going to America, you'd be deemed black. Because they have their whole one drop rule. Of course, in the UK, it's different. But you yourself, you have black features, sir. What are you talking about? And why are you making it sound so derogatory and so dirty? And just the, the manner of doing this, going on live even, confidence, confidence, sir. And he has followers. So, of course, that's how it's now come across. That's how we've all now seen it. 
Wow. Yeah, I don't know. The ghetto, the UK, the ghetto, the UK. Take one out of the other. No, you can't even, you can't separate it. It's just, it is what it is. And that's the the sad reality of, of this place. <laughs> this place that you guys listening to this, at least a large proportion. Of course, we still have my Germans. Hey. <laughs> and we still have, of course, people listening from other countries as well um, who aren't Brits. But majority of us, like 60% of my listeners are in the UK. And yeah, this is what we have to deal with unfortunately this is what we have to deal with oh goodness it's just sad and one day well we assume one day things will get better but then you just keep on hearing more and more stories there's unfortunately again the 11 year old kid that I didn't mention in last week's episode because I was still I was still taking it in the 11-year-old boy, Raheem Bailey, who was being bullied in school, pretty sure it was for his race. Um, and in the in the bullying situation, I don't, I don't know. It just transcended that he was trying to get away from the bullies who were beating him up. And I think he tried to climb over the school fence in order to, to get away. And he ended up losing a finger in this. An 11-year-old, guys. Where were the teachers? He'd been... It's not like that was the first day of him being bullied. He He was being bullied for a minute. So, it's just a joke. I don't know why... Yeah, I, I just don't know. I don't know how this country remains somewhat the same and it's just sad it really is sad but what can we how can we actually help ourselves I question this all the time like it's it's somewhat madness to be complaining about the same thing and not actually doing anything to to better it but then I'm saying that for myself but then we have a lot of protests we have a lot of you know campaigns we have yeah we just have people doing a lot for BLM and is it is it really helping it's meant to be we all see short term like let's say the black square Aren't we getting close to to the anniversary? I think it was like 2nd of June. We're a couple of days away now. But those companies who were, who were doing Higgy Hagar, doing up the most, have they done anything since? Has there actually been any improvement? Have we just tried to do something short term? Or at least not we. Have they tried to do something short term to appease us? And then... Meh. Back to back to business as usual. That's uh, I don't know. I really don't. It's killing just thinking about that. But how to how to improve it, guys? If anyone has thoughts and ideas on actual grounds, 
and oh you know what even as I say this I'm I'm chewing my own words because I don't think it should be the minority the people who are already on who are being berated who are the victims in this situation who should be thinking of solutions but the reality is the other people aren't trying they're not actually doing the work to find a solution the reality again is that although although racism you know exists because of people doing x y and z and we have some people who are against racism and actively trying we have those who are supposedly against racism but not actively doing anything um as in of the people who aren't victims so if you're not a victim and you're against racism but you're not doing anything are you really against racism and that's that's where I have a bit of trouble because I feel in some instances that the reason they're not acting is because they know that if racism was no more, they wouldn't have the benefits that they do have. And so aren't you still just acting like a, you might want to call one, you know, um, you know, overt racism, covert racism, but you're, you're racism, racism, racism alike to me. Um, I know people want to say like, oh, it's different if you're racist and you're lynching people compared to racist and you're not acting on it. I don't know. To me, it's just racist because it's the same people who are not acting on it who will be watching the lynching, right? Mm, so uh, I just put them all in the same book, all in the same bucket. It doesn't add up. But... <laughs> How how does one how does one discombobulate the UK and reform it in a way that is actually conducive for all races? That's the million dollar question, right? <laughs> it really is the million dollar question. Okay, let's go back to a bit more positive news. Let's go back to my sister's wedding. You know, <laughs> the wonderful thing about weddings, and I didn't actually I haven't experienced this until my sister's reception which is that a lot of people love to talk about you know marriage new relationships love 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 at weddings so you see a lot of matchmaking you see people iron other people up and that's what I love the most <laughs> aunties were trying to match their nieces and their daughters by force at that wedding this one auntie came up to me and said, eh, you can see my niece over there. I said, okay, yes, auntie. <laughs> Thinking, like, what's your point? And she was just like, um, there are a lot of single men in this hall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what's my own? Um, the girl, as in her niece, was actually pretty... She was, you know, she just looked like she was doing her own thing. She was carrying her own self. But I get, I, I kind of get it. Um, and it's just like, she wouldn't, of course, feel comfortable just going up to people because she doesn't know anyone else there. 
so that's why she's to herself and so auntie thinks she's doing miracle miracle magic right but um it's awkward it really is awkward especially when some aunties i'm not going to say any names of anybody that was involved in this massacre but some aunties were bringing their their niece to the guy or the guy to their niece and it was a lot <laughs> it was a lot um i'm pretty sure that if you do that those two people won't end up together because you force them to the, the highest of degrees but who knows who knows who knows, right? I'll keep an eye on all these copulations and see if one of them actually lands together in the end. But aunties do the most, absolute most. It's all funny. It's only funny to me now because I'm out of the game entirely. My mum, she wouldn't tell me when I was younger of aunties who would come up to her and like try to ask for mine or my sister's numbers to match up their son. She never believed in that. She was just there like, ah. Uh? Go on Facebook, add them directly. As in, your son should add my daughter directly. If they want to talk, they'll talk. And they'll be like, ah, me and my son, we don't have Facebook. What do you mean, me and my son? Firstly, why is there a you? You don't need to Facebook. He needs the Facebook to add me. Um, and people who don't have socials like that, I don't know. don't know about you. It's not for me. Because if I don't know you prior, how am I going to research? How? I can't find out the dates I need to know. And my peoples don't know your peoples. So, no sorry, Bob. So, I'm happy my mum did that for me. Because I also don't really like the whole matchmaking thing. Um, it's nice. If someone wants to be matchmade, that's lovely. A lovely, jubbly situation. But if they don't, this whole forcing thing is just, yeah, it's too much. It really is too much. Um... But who knows, okay, I'm 27 now. In the next five years, I feel like a lot of my peoples will be gone off the market. We already have one of my friends um, who I mentioned last year when her actual white wedding took place. And also when her, her trad, her Hindu wedding took place. Um, and But she's been taken off the market. And I just have a few more friends left. Let the games begin. <laughs> But it's also not by force. There was something, there was like a Twitter space I was in and I was talking about um, just marriage. Like, do you need to get married? And you don't need to. If you don't want to get married, you really don't need to. You can actually have a happy life by you making it happy for yourself. People are in unhappy marriages. I'd rather be by myself than in an unhappy marriage, for one. So that's that's that in a nutshell so I don't think marriage is by force if you're able to find a way to have a happy and fulfilling life for the way you want it do it exactly like that if you feel marriage is that is that step for you that you actually do want then there's also nothing wrong with that too go and get whatever you want don't be listening to people on twitter who will be talking out of danyash and will be talking yaka 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 um do what you want at the end of the day, you're the one living your life. Choose whatever you want. You can change your mind at any point. It's all down to you. So, that's it. That's it, then. <laughs> that's the end of this podcast. Thank you. Um, what? 
no use hashtag loud it podcast that's what i was trying to say thank you guys so much for listening use hashtag loud it podcast on twitter and i'll speak to you guys next week i'm trying to get my brother on here who knows i'm going to think about how to get him on this podcast he may come on anonymous at a random time he may come in as himself who knows who knows i give people that option if people have ever wondered why i do the whole anonymous thing it's just because of course some people will recognize their voice because you're close to me and so you'll recognize that person's voice but in general people are working (laughs) we have working girls and boys and they might not want their employer to know what they're talking about they may not want receipts coming back to them um other people who aren't in you know relationships aren't married they might not want you know cancel culture to come back for them because my people we're all going to be rich so and some of us will be just rich other people will be rich and famous if you become the famous part You don't want to be cancelled because of my podcast. (laughs) So just come out with your anonymous names. We had Anonymous Renza, the latest edition last week. And we'll have more, I'm pretty sure. Thanks again for listening and speak to you guys next week. Bye.